you have to read certain notes on a page, and it's like if you read a whole opera or something, you're not only reading the singing text, but you're also reading the notes. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And with reading the notes, it's almost like you're reading another language. It just it happens that language has tones, like Chinese. Chinese has tones in it. So, <clears throat>、um, when you are singing, you are actually very spoiled because you have a singing text while you have a melody that's almost like a text as well. So there's two lines going on at once, and、uh, somehow you make them together. And you, when you own them. Today I'm talking to the best singer, William Guanbosu. Hello, William. Good morning. How are you? I am good, or I'll say good morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Yes, likewise, likewise. Thank you so much for having me. But、uh, William, it looks so sunny there in、um, New York. So it's actually. I made a mistake. The time when you contacted me, I was in New York. I was、oh, okay. uh, uh, singing in the Magic Flute production, the Tabor Flute at the Metropolitan Opera.、Mm-hmm. Uh, now that contract has already finished, so I'm、okay. back to my home、uh, in Houston, Texas. Oh, I、uh, see. Okay. So the time is actually nine o five a.m. in the morning、uh, oh, for okay. me. Oh, okay. And、uh, so I see. But I see you have your coffee. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's must.、Uh, it's a crucial thing. I have to have it every morning. Yeah. Yeah. Is there this this?、Um, you always hear about these things that that singers shouldn't drink coffee. Is do you have certain things that you eat and not eat because of your voice? Not really.、Uh, okay. The moment I decided to become a bass, it's it's almost like a relief that、um, it's a free pass for basically anything you could think of. Um, the reason why is not because I I don't you know protect my voice or anything, but to me sleeping、uh, that's the number one most important thing,、mm-hmm. and、uh, for me to recover from any kind of fatigue or、um, just in general anything,、um, sleeping sleeping will always help. Help、uh, coffee, alcohol.、Um, Lots of other things, other factors doesn't really affect my voice so much,、uh, but I know for certain voice types, especially the higher ones,、um, they have a limitation for that. Oh, okay. But William, now tell me, how did you discover your beautiful bass voice? Thank you. <laughs>、um, so, long story short,、uh, I've said this in many, many other interviews too, but.、Uh, It's it's always a nice refreshing story.、Um, when I was about twelve years old,、um, I was in a children's choir uh, singing uh, boy soprano because、uh, my voice hasn't changed yet.、Um, and one day, all of a sudden, it cracked, and it changed to from a child soprano to somehow a baritone voice. And I could not make those higher notes unless I use my falsetto, which sounds weird and different. So the director、um, kicked me out from the chorus.、Um, with this, this was in China.、Um, yeah. So, <clears throat> so I got kicked out. I was very sad. My mom was like, my mom has been a huge supporter in my career,、um, and she was like. Uh, why don't you take voice lessons? Because you know baritone can be a possibility too、uh, if you really like to sing. So I was like, yeah, why not?、Um, so ever since I started to take voice lessons, and very soon, about a year and a half later,、uh, the instrument had just developed very much, and、uh, my parents thought, oh, it might be a time for me to try out this profession. Just a little bit, because you never know what you really、yeah. want to be in the future.、Uh, people will say astronauts or scientist or lawyer or dentist,、um, but you can name a thousand things. But、uh, the God only gives you certain talent in a certain field. So I guess this is my field.
And uh, I came to the States by myself at the age of 14, I would say. Um, stayed in a boarding school and basically trained in the singing profession. And as my age grew up, the voice keep dropping lower. Uh, the range is actually larger now, which I have um, an impressive range, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it lays in the lower side. So I call myself a bass right now. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just very fortunate to be Amazing. able to train yeah. in the career. Yes. But how wonderful that, and, and I'm always so uh, glad when people say, you know, tell things like, I, you know, I was, uh, or something happened and I couldn't carry on. And, and like you said, you were thrown out of the choir, choir because it happens to so many children. And sure. then they think, then they question themselves or they think, well, you know, there's nothing else for me to do. But then just stepping outside of it, you find actually your talent and you find what what you are supposed to do absolutely yeah so uh, well done to your parents for for encouraging you to to do something else and then but now it would must have been so difficult for you at the age of 14 to leave your family and and go to a totally different country yes it so to be honest though uh, when I was that young age, uh, I mean, I'm not much older yet, but <laughs> uh, compared to a 14 years old, I'm yeah. much, much older. Um, back then, I wasn't thinking too much. And uh, to be able to travel by myself and come to the other side, other th- side of the world was kind of a relief because um, my family is very traditional and very, you know, it's, it, it's, it has a very positive impact on me. Um, but, you know, with a very nice, educated parents, they always want their kids to be uh, somehow as educated and as um, behaved as they are. But I was 12, 13, 14 years old. I was young. I was rebellion. I was uh, in the time of puberty and uh it's a good time for me to leave home a little bit and discover the world by myself. Mm-hmm. Later on, especially after I got married, uh, which is about four years ago, uh, I start to take the responsibility as an adult, as uh, a grown-up man. And I start to see, oh my God, like how difficult it is to, uh, we don't have kids yet, so I'm not a parent, but uh <clears throat> But it's just very difficult to be an adult, and uh, it's 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 easy for my parents to you know have that kind of control on me, uh, which o- also in retrospect I think of the years uh, when I was younger, uh, you know, fighting a career in this foreign land was very hard. Um, but during the process. I never felt a single thing. I felt all the hardship and all the difficulties are just fun. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's quest that I I need to get over with, mm-hmm. and uh, which I did. But now I when I think of them, sometimes I'm like, oh William, you did a good job. Like really, you uh, like think of how old you were. Like when I see some youngsters these days, when I teach lessons and stuff, I'm like, I will tell them, hey, listen, you're what. 16 18 years old already yeah. like when i was your age oh, you yeah. know, i will have that kind of talk uh which i hate that because whenever when i was young like whenever i hear an older person you know talk to me like that i'll be like yeah what do you know about me like how do you know like i haven't go through harsh stuff uh um, yes i know yes i know i i've been there i uh i did that and uh it's very valuable and I cherish every moment. Yeah. Well, it's also um, d- different in, in China because they, uh, what I've heard also from other um, Chinese artists is that there's a lot of pressure on children to um, to perform or, you know, to, to do their best that they can. Also pianists and, um, and in other fields. So, this kind of pressure that you had there, do you think this helped you when you are so like now when you are in the career and it it brings also a lot of pressure so that you you think you have that advantage? Well, I think 
It's very true what you said. Um, I can see from my wife, she's a very excellent concert pianist, uh, trained, born and trained in China as well. And uh, she went to Curtis Institute um, for her uh, bachelor and uh, Juilliard for her master's. So from her, she's been training at the age of four and she just, you know, it's, it's tremendous pressure onto her where for piano, especially you gotta be some kind of prodigy and you have to make a progress at a very young age mm, to be impressive. For singers, it's not so much. I mean, this profession developed very late in life, even for sopranos who are known for uh, to be the earliest mature ones. They <clears throat> still take about 28 to 35 years old to be fully mature. For me, myself, it probably would take me, you know, another 30 years or something to be fully matured and to handle those main leading roles. But anyhow, that's a, that's a different topic. Um, to come back to your question, before I step into this career, this profession, um, you know, I mentioned at the age of 14, I was actually a professional swimmer as well uh, in the junior uh, Olympic team in China. Wow. Uh, so I benefit a lot from that because I was training professionally. Uh, my lung got developed at a younger age and, uh, you know, the capacity of saving air and the capacity of, you know, using my support to sing, uh, very helpful. Um, but uh, my parents never gave me so much pressure on my singing career, but in my athletic career, it was a huge amount of pressure. They would take me to, you know, join certain competitions. They will take me to see certain coaches uh, to get better. Where I also benefit from that is because later on in my life, when I was singing in competitions or in concerts or in the performance, uh, I will see other colleagues, you know, trembling, shaking, they're nervous, they're everything. To me, I'm like, uh, this is nothing compared to an athletic competition, a sing, an artist competition or performing. It's a whole different field. It's because um, this thing, it's singing can be planned. I don't know if you understand that, but I think all art forms can be well planned out. You, you do the things that you have planned out and let magic happen on stage. And that's a two factor combined together that creates a good art where, where uh, sport, it's nothing you can be planned in any sport kind of event, in any soccer, football, um, you know, anything, you can't plan anything. It's, it's all happened while it's going on. For swimming too, even though it seems like you're just by yourself and doing the rounds and, you know, doing the turns, uh, nothing can be planned. Sometimes you take an extra breath. Sometimes you, 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 you're in a good, you know, physical shape and, and you can do better. It, it's all so in the air where, again, singing can be, you know, so planned to the point, especially for opera performances. Because after all those rehearsal hours in, you know this piece inside out, literally can sing it backwards. And everything is a muscle memory thing where if you can put in your own individual thoughts into your performance, perfect. You're a, a true artist, you're a star. Uh, but even, even then, everything was planned. Nobody will go into an opera <clears throat> and no, not even the biggest star like Placido Domingo or Luciano Pavarotti. They don't go into an opera without rehearsing. Mm. They have to have some kind of rehearsal related to it or um, just they, they already did this role a million times. Then it's, it's, it just comes natural. So for me, uh, again, I said I benefit a lot from my athletic career to my singing career. And uh, I thank that for my parents um, yeah. for giving me that kind of pressure. But it's yes. amazing. I've never thought of it, but it makes total sense that what you're mm -hmm. saying now, that this is um, 
you know how it's there's so many factors in sport that you cannot predict and that you cannot um yeah control really yeah but um but now in your career um since you trained now and and in america how did was it was it easy for you to get into the industry oh for me i hate to brag about this but for me it's kind of easy um i benefit a lot from my voice type actually um a bass is very a bass is very rare um to encounter uh not only in america but also within the whole world it's it's a it's a very rare voice type and uh i my career actually launched really when i was 24 years old 23 24 years old where i won a couple competitions that year and joined the houston grand opera's uh young artist program uh but of course, I mean, I, I say I benefit from my voice type. Uh, it's it's a it's a fact, but it's also I was pretty good because I've been training when I was fourteen. So from fourteen years old, yeah. I've been training for almost a decade to twenty four. So it's a ten solid year of professional singing. So when other people say, "Oh, you 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 won this competition or you you got this job because of your base." I'm like yes and no like i started at the age when you guys are doing something else and you yeah. enter at the age of 18 or 20 when i already sang for eight years so um it's 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 a complicated saying but uh uh no to get into the career in america it's very very difficult and uh normally normally and again, for me, I I love challenges and and, and I love uh, hardships. Uh, I think those can make me stronger and better, and just keep developing myself. So, uh, yeah, my career just it, it it's it's so different. So whenever I I teach a student or there are younger asian um singers uh chinese singers come to me they ask me how you know do i step into the game um i oftentimes couldn't give them a sure answer i can only give them the summer programs i've been to um i've been to austria once uh for france really? institute uh, in uh, mm-hmm. baden uh by vein mm-hmm. and uh uh you know i go to festivals during the summer I do school uh, during the year. Uh, so I can only give them ideas about like where to go to make your connections and where to go to make possibilities. Uh, but I cannot guarantee anyone to have the same path as I did um, to be, I hate to say as talented, but to be, you know, some yeah. kind of talented and be in the career and have this uh this job as it was given to you so yeah it's 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 not easy but uh it's different <laughs> but now um teaching you said you were teaching as well and how important is it for you to teach wow it's uh this is really good questions actually um during the pandemic i did a online um audition interview thing with uh, 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 the China uh, China Conservatory, actually. It's called China Conservatory in Beijing. It's one of the biggest conservatory in China. And uh, I was very lucky. They, they, they took me in as the vice professor there. And um, actually, I've been teaching a little bit before that, too. But ever since that, they there's been students you know, sending to me through Zoom, sending to me, uh, you know, they, when I'm in different cities, there are students in different schools doing their college or master's. Um, I will give them consultation lessons and uh, or give master class, master classes. So by teaching people really elevate myself uh, in terms of singing, in terms of stage presence, because it just it's a whole 
it's a whole different game when you try to explain this art form to others where I read uh, an article from, oh God, who was it? I can't, I can't remember. I can never remember. Feynman, uh, probably Dr. Feynman or, or somebody, it's a super famous um, scientist. He said, if you cannot explain a field of study to a first year freshman of a college student to let them understand what this basic meaning, what, what this thing is, then you don't know it. Like you still haven't figured it out. That's no matter it's, true. no matter it's, uh, you know, uh, nuclear science or, you know, uh, singing opera or, or, or just anything possible in life. If you cannot explain it in the simplest way, and let people understand you, then you still haven't figured it out. And I, I took that in me and I tried to explain singing in the most easy, fundamental way. Um, instead of saying, instead of saying a lot, be like, you need to use your support. You need to have, you know, the, the cupo or, you know, you need to have your space or the sound is ringing the front. I just tell them you need to open it in a vertical shape. You, you, you need to open a certain degree and sing with your tongue flat and just let like all those things that you don't even need to be educated to understand, to cooperate. I tell them the most easy way and it works. Really? Of course, of course, I am not a full-time teacher, so I don't know how to start somebody from a, a, like a very non, non-singing background. I have to teach somebody who has already have a certain okay. yeah. uh, experience and have a, a good technique built already. And I can enhance that. And if they have any questions about it, I can help them with it. But right now I'm not at a stage, nor I don't have the time yet to oh, yeah. really have that going on. Yeah. Yes. But it's so interesting that you say that um, because it makes you think then what you are doing to be able to explain it to somebody else. Yeah. I've also spoken to a pianist who who is also a music professor who tells me that he learns so much from his students. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Do you find that as well? Absolutely. I, uh, each time I try to demonstrate something for them or I, because to me, um, what I feel is that singing is so complicated to the point that you can nobody in the world can explain it with your with it with with words. Nobody can do that, especially when each individual has a different, unique voice, different sound. No matter if you're a singer or not, you just yeah. you can recognize somebody's voice over the phone if you know that person for a while, just by a couple words, you can all of a sudden realize who they are. So singing is so complicated, but it can be so easy because in terms of classical singing, there are only, I will say five or six main type of errors or confusions within singing. If you figure out those, then you develop yourself, you know, better and better. But before you figure out those, it's it's a whole different game. So speaking of that, I just think, wow, after teaching a little bit, I mean, I haven't been teaching that long yet, but just by a couple students, I can already see I had that problem before. I had this really? one before, and I have this yeah. one before. And I probably still have this one. So it's, it's just a, a self-adjustment uh, point as well. And... Um, you know, as I said, singing can be super easy if you figure out the fundamentals and uh, let your voice take on and let the let the years, like age, like time, uh, help you to get more and more uh, mature and uh, more experience. Okay. Yes. But now, um, this is all about the technique, and of course, this is very important to have the good technique and to have this wonderful yes. voice. But then comes the part also because in opera you also have to act and you also have to sort of um, make this role that you're singing also believable. So how easy is it for you to get into this character that you are singing? Well, first of all, 
for those of you who read this YouTube channel, who doesn't really, you know, that expert of opera yet, uh, for opera singers nowadays, we train in basically five main different languages. Um, that is uh, Italian, of course, French, uh, German, uh, English, and uh, Russian sometimes. Oh, okay. So there are five main languages. Um, and uh, to be able to handle a role, you have to first know the language. Uh, knowing the language doesn't mean you have to speak it. You have to speak it fluently. But you know, <clears throat> you know exactly what you're saying when you're singing the lines. You have to yeah. do your translations and, uh, you know, have a, have a subtext that's under the, the singing, because singing language can be very different than normal speaking language, which um, you have to have your own words in it and to be, to be able to make it believable for yourself. And uh, uh, to handle an acting role, it's, it's, it's very hard. It, take, it also takes time. And I benefit a lot from my trainings from Juilliard and my Hannah School of Music um, oh. that where I think singers can learn from two ways, where in Europe, the, a lot of European singers, they learn from a uh, real performing way. Because a lot of European singers, they can join an opera house as an ensemble or as a fast singer at a very young age, even during their undergrads or right after their undergrads. So they start to sing at the age of 23, 24, professionally on stage. And after years and years of practice, of course, they learn and grow from that. In America, it's not so much where uh, it used to be after you have a master degree, where you did all your trainings, uh, you can start to join small roles in opera companies. But these days, it's more so you have to have a young artist program where see. you join uh, a good size opera house and join their almost like a fast contract for one or two or three years uh, where you can train from that. So it all depends uh, on how you would like to train and how your sound, you know, how long does your sound get mature from. Uh, but I get benefits so much from my young artist training where incredibly I just, I, I was able to practice the things I've trained in school and uh, in a young artist program, you know, singing smaller roles uh, to develop my personality on stage, to, to develop uh, basically any characters that I might encounter in the future, uh, where, of course, there are still so many bigger roles and uh, more exciting characters that I need to um, discover. But uh, so far, I've done a couple of productions where I was the principal singers and uh, um yeah, I just I I sing and learn while I was on stage. Amazing. And it's 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 a great feeling. It's a great feeling. I can imagine. But it's so interesting that you talk about the languages now because um uh, there's a music professor in South Africa, Conroy Conroy Cupido, and right. he did a study and a, and a project where he had people sing um different languages but and then have artists uh, who didn't understand the language make um an artwork from what they heard and actually that. and actually they were so spot on by the art that they did and and just because of the way the people um the the, the singers have um expressed themselves Absolutely. through the music yeah so um you don't really have to understand as the public, as the, the audience, if the singer, like you say, you know, you can express yourself or you can express the meaning um, through how you sing the song or how you present it yourself. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's incredible. I, I love that project. Uh, for me, if I wanted to... Uh, back myself up uh, relating your topic is that 
more and more these days, I feel like music is kind of a language as well. So because it's almost like a language, you see on a manuscript paper with all those little dots on the page, to be able to read them is like to be able to learn characters, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You have to read certain notes on a page. And it's like if you read a whole opera or something, you're not only reading the singing text, but you're also reading the notes. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and with reading the notes, it's almost like you're reading another language. Wow. It just it happens that language has tones like Chinese. Chinese has tones in it. So um, when you're singing, you're actually very spoiled because you have a singing text while you have a melody that's almost like a text as well. So there's two lines going on at once and uh, somehow you make them together and you, when you own them, of course the artist can hear the meaning of the, the, the sound without even knowing the language and to be able to draw something because the music language has already told them what it is and has already expressed itself. So it's, uh, it's very Yeah, you've, you've um, clarified it very well because it's, I think that is really the case that, that it works like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, William, tell me now in America, um, what, how is the interest, what is the interest in, in opera music? Um, do you have big audiences there and, and younger people, are they, are they interested in, in opera and classical music? From, from what I've been through in couple productions, uh, from Houston Grand Opera to Metropolitan Opera to uh, Austin Opera, Boston Opera, <clears throat> all the companies I've been through, I see one thing they're doing really smart is high school nights or they call the student nights really oh that's great they give free tickets and they invite basically you know 20 or 30 schools of students to come see shows uh during a production run where that can be tremendously impact in the in the future of course and uh one night they can be 2,000, 3,000 students in the seats and they're all cheering. They're all just, they mm -hmm. think opera is like a rock show. They they get so excited. I've never seen people get so excited for Carmen, which is really uh, <laughs> yeah. like they're yeah. enthusiastic, their passion. It's so full. They elevate the singers as well. They, they make the singers sing better. And uh, of course, that one night, not everybody can become an opera fan all of a sudden, yeah. but uh, if you keep coming, you know, out of the 2,000 people, they can be 100 left in the future or 200 left in exactly. the future. Yeah. And it adds up. So that's a great thing that they've been doing. And uh, I think they've been doing it for a while as well. Under There has been younger generation of audience coming to the theater and start to see it because the pandemic has been very very harsh on everybody yeah. it has been tough in the industry for european market for american market for asian market of course uh, but uh people need to find strategy to recover from it and uh, what i've been seeing in opera houses here is that they start to do smaller productions where it probably spend lesser money and they start to bring in younger generation of singers to become the leading roles where, first of all, you, you create a new generation of singers, of course. Yeah. Second of all, uh, we are cheaper. In, in any case, we are you know, cheaper in price in, in negotiating because we need the opportunities to, yeah. to, to, to grow, to, to learn. And, uh, the companies need to save a little money from yeah. where instead of you give, you know, 10 times the amount of fees to a superstar, you give it to a youngster and, uh, let them develop, uh, which can be beneficial as well. So I think for the long run, it's very, very good. And uh, I see a brighter future um, in, in, the, in the career. 
Amazing. But when during lockdown, I did a few interviews with artists from all over the world as well. And we spoke about this idea that that uh, the reason why art might not be valued so much is that um, children are not exposed to art as much as as before. And this is so um, uh, wonderful to hear now that you're saying that there are efforts being made to get children into the theater and to get them just um, exposed to opera. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, no, that's just incredible. I think people yeah. should, all around the world should do that and treat art less than a business, but more like an education platform. Exactly. Because, mm -hmm. because people will appreciate that better and uh, very soon it will be part of uh, entertainment business where when people speak of it they'll be like oh let's go see an opera instead of people be like wow that's an opera that's mm -hmm. amazing you know you, you yeah you you want a little mystery in the business but you want it to be just like a movie just like a musical mm -hmm. or just like a talk show or some kind of something that mm -hmm. is so ordinary in life mm -hmm. instead of it's so art that's yeah, so yeah. hard to reach you have to mm -hmm. let people reach it you have to let people you know not thinking i have to be in a, a bow tie and a, a cocktail tuxedo yeah. to an opera you don't have to you can wear you know a, a, a shirt and go into an opera or you can wear a t-shirt we can wear whatever it's it's not that complicated anymore mm -hmm. you, it's so down to earth so yeah. that's, that's the thing well this is my aim actually is to to get people to understand more you know about different forms of art and the, to hear the stories and to hear that so it's, it's not this distance because i sometimes think you see this you know you go to the concert house and you see the 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 singers on stage and there's a little bit of a distance because you don't understand yes. uh, about what it is and 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 Sometimes I think if you only if you if you hear as people's stories, also it makes it different if you go and see them, you know, or if you yes. if you know something about the music, or if you know something about the the opera, you know, this this combination of things I think make it more uh, accessible for people or make it more intriguing to go and see. You know, Absolutely. so yeah, so this is this is part of why I'm doing this project as well. So that's well, thank you so but, much for doing it. It's, it's yeah, really no, cool. I love. I watched your couple of your videos. You've been doing so much. I feel like <laughs> I, I still haven't finished looking what who they are, but uh, it's incredible. I think more people should do this, and of course, singers. Uh, I mean, artists. We we love interviews like this. We love to let people. Uh, know about us mm -hmm. we love to let people get more you know visual or auto you know knowledge yeah. about this art form because um for other entertainment business like movie stars or rock stars or pop singers they are so vocal and they're so you know um high profile celebrated yeah by fans and by media uh, and people constantly reporting on their status, whether they get married, they get divorced, they have a baby or blah, 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 all kinds of stories regard relating with their life. So it's a very complete and people see them and they think, oh, they're not too far from me. They're yeah. literally just living the same life as we do. Instead of a lot of artists, uh, visual artists or opera singers or musicians uh whenever people talk about us it's more like oh my god that's a that's a classical singer yeah. that's a that's a visual artist that's wow that's so amazing but then they they all of a sudden they start to lose interest of knowing our you know life around us they start to you know neglecting that we are really humans as well <laughs> and, exactly uh, yeah you know, it's it's not that different it's everything is the same yeah uh, my my doctor always said to me wow you sing opera that's so cool i was like doc 
you're a doctor. You make so much more money than I do. That's so cool. And he's like, no, you don't know. It's different. I, I was like, yes, it's different. I make less money. <laughs> it's different. I know. But, uh, but, but it's true. And, um, and what I find so fascinating, I mean, I've done over 500 interviews already and still everybody's story is different. Yes. You know, it's, it's, it's some, okay, some, there are some resemblances, but, but overall, everybody has a total different story. You know, some people come from starting at the age of four, some started yes. at the age of 16, you know, every, and, and the obstacles they had to overcome and, and things like that. Some come from a musical family, some come from a family where the parents have no clue, you know. And yes. I, this is what I find so inspirational and I always wish it could get to the right person because if, even if it's, even if a child doesn't want to become a singer, um, but there's a story to say that, uh, that talks about perseverance, that talks about the motivation and the, the hard work that goes behind all forms of art and, and that people just didn't arrive there. It's just not something that you woke up one day and the next day you're a, a singer. So, right. you know, and, and in this world that we live in where everything is so instant that we still can appreciate and that we still can acknowledge this path, these paths that people go on to become, you know? Yes. So, um, yeah. I to back you up on that i i <clears throat> many years ago i watched a, a tv commercial uh not a commercial it's a, it's a tv show yeah. uh, and uh it's about pop singing of course mm -hmm. and the the coach who has the possibility of you know taking couple uh um couple singers that is you know not professional uh, pop stars yet but they're good singers and they have the possibility of becoming someone big in the future uh the the, the mentor the, the 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 coach said okay i give you this option um because everybody say singing is my life music is my life without music without singing i will die okay yeah. they can they're willing to do anything for music okay so the so the mentor said i give you this option because I think all of you are great, tremendous artists, beautiful singers. I give you this option of, you know, train with me or like train in a private studio for 10 years. Then I guarantee you will become a huge pop star, a huge, great star. I guarantee you that I will use all my resource to make this possible for you. But you need to train for 10 years. Any one of you, would you like to do that? Everybody is like, ah, oh, no, no, no. It's really? very, but but it's very tempting. But uh, that I I cannot, you know, use my ten years to to gamble or whatever. And the mentor said, you know, for a true artist, no matter in the opera business or in visual art, I forgot which show it was. It was fantastic, um, but it was a long time ago. So the the mentor said, for any, you know, real art profession, even for pop singing, Michael Jackson. Lady Gaga, it at least took them a 10 solid years to develop their art, art, art craft, to get better at what they're doing, and to be able to become that person who they are today. And uh, wow, it's mind blowing because yeah. none of the, uh, I mean, they're all talented singers, mm -hmm. but none of them really wants to take that much time which that time seems so normal for our career because a 10 years of singing, that means nothing. That means you're yeah. probably still singing chorus or you're probably still, you know, singing like a tiny, tiny roles on stage. What about it? 10 years, it's, it's nothing for us. But for, you know, a lot of other professions out there, it's like so unreachable. It's almost like your entire career is based on that 10 year. Yeah. And you, you probably can get retired after 10 years. It's so different. So, yeah. uh, but that's it, so interesting, and and it just shows you that uh, the mindset, you know, that you yes. have to have. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, William, tell me now, what are your wishes for the future? Hmm. I wish 
to realistically speaking, I wish to uh, I wish to become some kind of a star. Mm-hmm. And a star to me doesn't mean, you know, I have to be most high profile. I have to be <clears throat> singing leading roles in everything. I want to be a, a star that is influential to people. <clears throat> and I want it to be, you know, a, a, a well-known person in the opera industry who is way, willing to make a change, who's willing to, you know, bring on some positive energy and, uh, again, influence to other colleagues, to other younger singers uh, in the career. And I wish to just keep singing and keep digging more characters uh, and uh, be better at my singing, of course, be better at acting and uh, have more contracts, make more money. That's, That's a very simple wish. Okay, but that's wonderful that you also want to to be able to help others, you know, to or to bring it, change. It has, mm-hmm. it has always been in my dream, and it's it's like a seed that I planned to myself uh, during my college years, during my uh, undergrads, where because again, earlier I mentioned like in my career, it's a little easier and it's a little different than others. Uh, who tried to make a living in the industry. Uh, but still, during my undergrads, I was so confused. I was so lost um, that I didn't know what to do later on. And uh, uh, I just, I have absolutely no clue about how the industries run and how, how I should go. So back then, I wished to have somebody who is more advanced and who can give me advice in 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 uh, matters like this, and uh, give me some kind of help where it didn't happen. Um, <clears throat> all the master classes I've seen, it's much older singers who had a complete different life and had a complete different opera industry uh, mm-hmm. that giving a master class to us. Where of course I learned the singing, I learned the art. But I don't learn how to. How do I become one of them? How do I, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, carry on the, the the the, the performing um, marathon? Yeah. So that's 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 just a seed I plan. I was like, one day if I, you know, make it somewhere, no matter where I go, I need to influence people. I need to, you know, give them the help they need. I need to. Um, be able to make a difference in the industry uh, at a younger age instead of you know one day I wait I wait I, I one day I'm like older way older and I, I sing leading roles and then I talk to people because I'm pretty sure when I'm <clears throat> 50 60 something the opera world will change again yeah it will never be the same as how it is today so the things I will tell the students again will be probably mostly technical. I can't really say anything about the industry because I don't know it anymore. I mean, yeah. by then I'll be an OG uh, in, yeah. in the business <laughs> and, you know, yeah. companies will respect me and they will give me jobs, but uh, it's different because I, I can't say, oh, the company will just find you. No, it won't. They won't. Yeah. They won't just find mm-hmm. you. It's a different game. You have to play your own game. So, um to be able to do that at a younger age is very, very crucial. It's very beneficial. Very, yeah. This this is very important that what you're saying now. And I think it's um, yeah, this would be very helpful as well for many young artists. Yes. To have that advice. But William, this was so lovely to talk to you and uh That's so fine. interesting, really. And uh, but first, before we go, I want to ask you, what do you drink after a performance? Wine or beer? Or coffee? Uh, after a performance? Yeah. Uh, normally nothing. Uh, really? I, oh, okay. Water. No, <clears throat> for me, I don't really have a uh, certain tradition yet. Oh, I know okay. there are singers, especially yeah. in the older generation, there are singers who has to eat pasta before going on stage, who has to yeah. have a whole turkey after singing, or like all kinds of eating or drinking yeah. stories. Yeah. But uh 
these days more and more because like i said it's 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 more down to earth it's more yeah. uh you know a lot of young younger generations are in the industry now uh it's just like a normal job we don't like there are people who likes to drink there are people who likes yeah. to drink beer or whiskey or whatever after performance of course not even after performance probably like a every night retro thing they just yeah, do yeah. it every night um for me uh it could be beer it could be you know juice it could be water oh, okay. it could be yeah. yeah so there's no ritual to that normally oh, after okay. performance i just go home and uh watch tv and that's, oh, okay. that's uh yeah it just well, yeah yeah i think well, nothing happened oh, okay. <laughs> yes i i heard a, a soprano once said when i asked her what she uh, does before the performances she mm -hmm. said she eats a hamburger Oh, and perfect. I just yeah, and you perfect. couldn't have. I I would think a soprano would eat a salad, but she eats a hamburger. And I think <laughs> these I, preconceptions that we have, you know. So yes, yeah, exactly. well, I eat all kinds of things. I can have, um, I can I can have a croissant. I can have a, a chocolate roll. I can have all kinds of stuff. Right. I, I have to be full before I sing, not like okay. complete full to to yeah, to yeah, hear. Yeah. I have to have energy to sing a big performance. Otherwise, mm -hmm. by the end of the night, I'm already dead. There's oh, okay. no energy left. Mm -hmm. So I have to eat a lot of protein, you know, things. And, yeah. and I'm, I get hungry very easily. So uh, dur even during per performances, I, I, I have stuff to eat and drink, you know, keep oh, my okay. energy yeah. going, uh, which that's another miscommunication a lot of people exactly. have. Yeah, yeah. You know they 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 cannot eat too much because you know they need to sing. They can't have food stuck in their <clears throat> in their in their digest system and blah blah blah. No no no. We we eat all kinds of stuff backstage. <laughs> a lot oftentimes backstage we have a little iPad on the side watching football game or a sport game while oh, really? while the other year listening to the God Mike uh, <laughs> that shows what where it is on stage while eating something fries or chicken nuggets on the side <laughs> and then it, if it's our turn clean it up wash up <laughs> drink a little water rest up and go on. that's all it is what amazing. it is amazing yeah yes. well you've cleared now a mystery up to me <laughs> oh good i'm glad i'm glad so it's really not that different i mean it's yeah Really not that different than a person who sits in the office all day and uh, mm -hmm. have their lunch break and, and stuff like have a snack, stuff yeah. like that. Not that different. Yeah. Well, William, um, this was really so lovely. And um, I wish all your wishes come true. And, so uh, and I hope to see you one day in Vienna again when you come. Yes, I would love yeah. to. Um, yeah. Hopefully, you know, soon, sometime soon. I would love yeah. to. I love the city. Okay, but you have to. You have to let me know when you come, and we'll grab a Absolutely. coffee. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right. Have Peace a lovely out. afternoon. Bye. Okay.